0: Hey, honey, it's me, Kim Cattrall. You probably know me from the hit 2010 made-for-TV movie, Meet Monica Valor. Or from the hit smash television show, Trapper John M.D., where I played Amy West and Princess A Mmm. Oh, honey, I don't know about you, but I put a lot of mileage on the old vaginal ever since the pandemic started. Honey, it's been horse cock after horse cock. Once hospitals allow elective surgeries again, I'm gonna get my vaginal rejuvenated at the Ghislaine Maxwell Vaginal Trauma Center. And so can you, honey. Mmm. oh! The Ghislaine Maxwell Vaginal Trauma Center can do it all for you. Lift it, tighten it, clip the vaginal hood back. Make that clitoris pop. For Hanukkah, why not trim back your labia minora and stick eight candles in it? Oh, honey, the possibilities are endless. Ah. Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. F me in the A. Oh. And give me a. I will always regret doing a television show like Big Brother instead of The Real Housewives. Not that I ever had an opportunity to do the latter. Not that it was ever a choice for me. My talent was simply wasted by not having an opportunity to do a Real Housewives Luanne de song statement necklace reckless flare you can't take me anywhere crowds of people stop and stare paparazzi on the air I fall hard yes I do watch me go it's nothing new what they say may be true I keep walking wouldn't you I would Lou I would that song's called feeling Giovanni feeling Giovanni and it feels so good. Feeling Jove. My favorite part of her songs is it's just a bunch of words that are connected together. Not like grammatically, just connected by sounding fancy. Blood Diamond Caviar. Bentley Porsche Mercedes car. Filler Botox Vaginal Rejuvenate. Fendi Prada Watergate. Feeling Jove. Hello, lover. Oh. oh, nobody's ever been in me so deep. No, you don't get a song if you do Big Brother, but you do get post-traumatic stress disorder and other forms of abnormal anxiety for which you'll be medicated for the rest of your life. So... Yay! Last night, I checked to make sure that my front door was locked 12 times. And so can you. Just fill out this Big Brother application. It is the week of Christmas. I'm going to be spending the holiday all by myself. It is perfect suicide weather out. I'm sorry it was that dark. You don't want to beat me or screw me? What kind of marriage is this? Bring a book. I've decided to hunker down in my West Hollywood apartment until my ski trip at Mammoth the second week of January, because Omicron is out of control. Omicron is like the new... Housewife they have on the Real Housewives of Shnanana, and she realizes because she's new, if she wants to stick around, she's gonna have to bring it. I'm Delta, and the only thing I'm coughing up is diamonds. I'm HIV, and all of my friends tell me that I'm caposey, sarcastic. I'm the snail virus, and getting beat by me may prove fatal. Hello, darling. I'm type 2 diabetes, and just because I have a sweet side doesn't mean I won't kill you. I'm Omicron, and I'm here to destroy your Christmas and flip a table, motherfucker. (laughs) It was my chair. That was the theme music for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I am... Adjacent to Beverly Hills, they're our next door neighbor in West Hollywood. As you know, I'm on the condo market right now. I've noticed that condo ads have a lot in common with gay dating profiles. Lots of lies, lots of sins of omission, exaggerations. E.g., one of the things that they love writing when they're doing a condo advertisement is, Location, location, location. Location, location, location is the gay dating profile equivalent of verse. Or versatile. No, you're not. You're fucking bottom. Just say you're a bottom. It's okay. Yeah, but I've topped before. I did. I topped once. I did. Well, there are plenty of gay guys who have had sex with one or two women, and that does not make them heterosexual. My husband fucked me in the ass, got shit in my pussy, and I just fucking broke up with him. <laughs> I'm mainly looking in my neighborhood. I'm looking in the 90046, 90069. And I'm sorry, it's not location, location, location. I googled West Hollywood's violent crime index, and we scored a 7 out of 100, where 100 represents the safest city. We were a 7. A 7. Imagine, imagine now, if you were to go up to a stranger and say, I want you to tell me how attractive I am. And the person said, you're a 7, and you got excited. You're like, "Okay, a 7, that's not bad, 7 out of 10. And he's like, no, 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 out of 100. I mean, if you're objectively... By objective measures, a seven out of a 100, you can't go on a dating profile and be like, VGL, I'm very good looking. So in the same vein, Courtney Love is like, does somebody say vein? I can't find mine. No, in the same vein, you can't be a seven out of 100 on a safety index, where 100 is the safest, and be like, location, location, location. Murders are up 75% in my neighborhood. Take a deep breath in. Mmm. Smell the bouquet of human shit on the sidewalk. Location, location, location. The real estate agents like, no, that was nothing. It was nothing. It was a car backfiring. <laughs> yes, this unit is directly next door to El Campare. So you get, um, yes, that that mariachi music that plays twenty four hours a day. It's it's an amenity. Think of it that way. After these messages, we'll be right back. Moles are disgusting and you should get yours cut off. Hey girl, it's me, Dr. Christian Siriano. i Project Runway. I cut fabric, but now I cut moles off of people because moles are fucking unsightly and gross, especially the ones that grow on the face. Have you ever been watching a porno and thought that an actor was cute until you saw their big unsightly mole? Then mid-whack you were like, I'm sorry, I just can't get into this. Now imagine the entire world is a porno because that's the way everybody feels about moles. Moles aren't like mushrooms or Brussels sprouts. There aren't like some people who like them. Everybody hates them. So get your moles cut off today. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know? This right is now. a freaky dicky story from the headlines. Uh, crazy, 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 oh, crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy motherfuckers! In medical news, NBC News is detailing the symptoms of Omicron, which include cough, fatigue, and congestion and runny nose. Ah, oh, thank God I know that now. With unique symptoms like that, I'll be able to catch it in a snap. As somebody who suffers from clinically diagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder. One of the things I love about COVID is every year prior to COVID, at this time of year, I'd get a little tickle in my throat or whatever. I'd be like, oh my gosh, is it a cold? Is it the flu? Is it allergies? I'm just gonna have to wait it out. I'm gonna have to wait it out. And now I get to add COVID to that list. I'm gonna spend every day this winter going to get tested for covid daily now i'm pretty sure i have it this time the doctor comes back with the results you have syphilis no not only that it appears that your syphilis is infested with crabs and those crabs are carrying gonorrhea to tell you the truth i mean that 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 long q-tip swab that they use to stick up your nose to fuck you in the nose hole looks very similar to the long cotton swab that they would use for an STD test when they shove it up your urethra. I'm not sick, except for the burning sensation and the discharge, I feel fine. The testers all like, okay, hold on. Let me just put some petroleum jelly on the tip Of this Q-tip. And I'm like, no, no, no. I like to go all natural. Just put some spit on it and shove it in. That's really going to hurt. I know. I like it when it hurts. But if I spit, I mean, and then I had Mm. COVID, you could get infected. I know. Breed me. Fill me up with your seed. Your, your pies seized. Speaking of bug chasers, Mrs. Potato Head Marjorie Taylor Greene just authored a controversial tweet where she said, how many breakthrough cases of polio are there? Exactly, you dumbass, because there's a 92.6% vaccination rate for fucking polio, which enables herd immunity. Clearly. She's retarded. I mean, if she wasn't, she wouldn't be a suspect in the first place. You've got to wonder if members of the GOP think of Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mrs. Potato Head, as the Yoko Ono of the GOP. She says something, or she tweets something, or she just shows up, and they all just go... Oh, it's the beginning of the end, guys. They see her misshapen head, and they just go, oh, yeah, yeah." it was a good run. It was a good run. CNN is reporting that the United States is grappling with a shortage of childcare workers, just as Roe versus Wade is about to be overturned. <laughs> the GOP does not see the irony. Of it. They're like, no, we've got to produce more kids, and I'll tell you what we do. When these kids turn four or five, we don't need universal pre-K. We need to put these kids to work. Why can't, why can't... Delivering packages for Amazon be a pre kindergarten. Why can't why can't um why can't making a, a Nacho Bell Grande at Taco Bell be a pre kindergarten? I mean, this is what we see across the nation with all of these crazy conservative parents going in and screaming at members of school boards and threatening them. My child, my choice! If I'm going to force my kid into child labor at the age of four, it is totally my business. But when my four-year-old is working as a greeter at Bed Bath & Beyond during the holiday season, I do not want them wearing a mask. They can't breathe if they're wearing a mask. Child labor laws. That's a result of progressive policy and feminism. This is not abuse. This is not abuse. My daughter, Tatiana, loves making sweatshirts and culottes for Kathy Lee Gifford. Tatiana wakes up so excited every day to go into that little that little sweatshop workshop. It's a sweatshop workshop shop. In Christmas news, CNN is reporting that gender-neutral holiday presents are good for your children. Fuck that. I mean, good. I mean, yeah, there should be lots. I, here's the, the reason why I say fuck that is because I think that every, every toy should be considered gender neutral. When I was growing up, I loved playing with Barbies. The best Christmas gift that I could get is a Barbie. I just, they were my favorite Barbies and Transformers. And my Barbies and Transformers would hook up, they would fuck, they would do everything. They would fuck, they would suck. I, I never had a Ken doll. That's why I used Transformers to hook up with the Barbies. Like my Optimus Prime would be my Ken doll because I only wanted the the lady but the lady dolls and and transformers because they tr- they change shape they were shapeshifters they were they were the precursors to trans people. Actually, that's not true. But they're toy form of trans people, right? Well, like, I'm born a robot, but I really feel like I should be a car or an airplane. I don't know if that metaphor works. Yeah, but yeah, I had Barbies, and I always had to keep them hidden, because we had lots of rooms in my house growing up. So I had them hidden all in this room. So if friends came over, they weren't going to find my hidden stash of Barbies. It was a little bit like that movie, Kiss the Girls, where he has all the girls that he's kidnapped. Kidnapped in a dungeon, or like that movie with Brie Larson that she won the Academy Award for, the room where a woman gets kidnapped and she gets put into a room. And all out of all my Barbies, I probably had like ten or eleven Barbies. You know, one week two of the Barbies would be my favorites, and then two, you know, maybe three of the other ones did something that I didn't like, so I shunned them for whatever reason. In my Barbie fantasy, those three Barbies were on the outs this week. I'd come into the room, cut their hair off. You have to learn a lesson. I was very like Joan Crawford. Oh, you think you're pretty with your long hair? Walking around like you own the place. Let's see how pretty you are now that you're Tornado Connor bald, huh? Maybe then you'll lose that attitude, Missy. Walking around here like you can just screw any Transformer. And then once their hair was all gone, I was like, ooh, yucky. I don't like them without their... Long, beautiful hair. I'm just going to throw them away and tell the other girls that they ran away. Then I'd come back into the room and be like, And those two bitches that left, they better learn to sell pussy in Iceland, because if I ever see them again, I'm going to cut their fucking throats. (laughs) There's so many nuances to this story, too, because before my stepmother actually started buying me Barbies, which was so great of her to do, I would go over to a friend's house, and I would have my eye on a particular Barbie, and I'd be like, I'm going to steal her steal her. It was like the doll version of human trafficking. I'd have it all planned out. I'm gonna go over there on Tuesday. Whenever they use the restroom, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna take the Barbie and I'm gonna put her down my pants. Then I'm gonna make up some excuse to have to go home. I was like the Richard Ramirez night stalker of my friend's Barbies. And then one day I got to a certain age and I was like, you know what? I don't want to play with Barbie anymore. I put them all in a plastic bag like a, a collective Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks, and then I threw them into the gutter, disposed of their bodies. And one day those Barbies will rise from the ashes of the Cypress, Texas sewage system. 35 years later, their plastic bodies will seek revenge on their former captor with OCD, as he gets up from his bed to make sure his front door is locked for the 12th time. The collective Barbies will come together like Voltron and dispose of him. It's a little bit like the movie Promising Young Woman, or like I was saying before, Kiss the Girls. They're going to Ashley Judd me, those Barbies. (laughs) We all know what this dramatic music means. It means breaking news. The breaking news right now is I have tested positive for COVID-19. This is not the setup of a joke. Cancer, that's hilarious. Let me explain. When I first started doing the show, I did not have COVID-19, but I do now. And the reason why, I'll I'll let you... Peek behind the curtains of Fox in the City. So most episodes that I do, I don't record in one sitting. I'll do like the opening monologue one day, then I wait for inspiration to strike, and then I'll do the news segment on another day, and then I typically do like the closing monologue on another day. My intention was to have this episode out before Christmas came out. The week leading up to christmas sorry i know my audio is all over the place because i'm doing my laundry not my laundry i'm doing the. i'm running the dishwasher i'm running the goddamn dishwasher see i have that corvid 14 novel coronal virus foggy brain at any rate i was feeling under the weather i thought it was just a cold and then i said i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take any chances I'm going to go down the street to the park. And it's great what they've done with the West Hollywood parks. All the parks where gay men used to cruise and have sex. Now they're testing people for COVID-14. So that's what I did. I went and I stuck the, the I, I got penetrated. I got double penetrated in both of my nose holes. And 24 hours later, I, boom, I get notified that I I have tested positive for Covid nineteen, and I've I'm now on day seven. I've had mild mild symptoms. Luckily, I've been triple vaccinated. I was triple penetrated. I can only imagine how bad my symptoms would be if I had not been vaccinated prior. But just as important, the knowledge that I had Covid nineteen has allowed me to isolate. So I've been isolating in my apartment. It's just like The Shining, except I have no kids because I'm a spinster. Wish I was on a reality show right now, because I have the perfect material. I have COVID-19. All of my castmates could be scared to eat with me. I could have a dramatic confessional moment. After I get my test, I could go in for the confessional segment and be like, Well, I got it. (laughs) This needs to be the big event. Right, Okay. Well, I got it. And I thought it would. Could you do it again? Well, I I just think that your reality could be more excited. Okay. you know what, Jane? You and I have to talk. Can you turn the cameras off, please? No. Then I'm done. <laughs> I love how Laura so like, uh, no, we can't turn the cameras off. My symptoms have been mild, but they have been present. I started off with a sore throat, and then I got congested, and fatigue has been a big one with me. And I just got word from my doctor that, um, I can no longer... I can no longer get pregnant because now COVID has made my ovaries diseased. And don't worry, I I can't get pregnant. My ovaries are diseased. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was a pretty depressing Christmas. I stayed in with COVID-19 and I watched my freak shows on Facebook Live. There are just two of them that I watch. I watch Shanae Awanise cross the pan frying queen and saw her get laid for the first time in a hundred years. And I also watched a lot of the CMC woman who I've told you all about. The one who did, I'll you, uh. you have to listen to this woman sing. This is, she sang Jingle Bells, and I cut it for you so you could hear. Jingle bells, jingle <laughs> bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, Jingle Bells, <laughs> Jingle bells jingle, hey. bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, there you go, Brandy.
1: Merry uh, Christmas,
0: Ryan. Uh. Hi, Amy. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Her content is basically... Barbara, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I would say 75% of her content is just her saying hello to the people who are watching her individually. It's not enough to say, hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's, hi, Jamie. Hi, Teresa. Like she'll go individual names for every single person watching her. I have got to get her rendition of the birthday song and share it with you. It is the worst rendition. It is like a wine that was left open in the desert. And so all of the liquid evaporated. And then a camel came and farted in the bottle, and somebody corked the bottle. And then they sent it to you. And you open it up and you're like, whoop. You know, I've been sitting on this episode, the first two thirds of this episode for over a week now, and I I decided I had to put the end on it and ship it out to you, put it in the universe. I don't know that too many people listen to my show anymore, so I don't think anybody was like, oh my gosh, where is the episode? It's like they say if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it. Uh, My mother's coming. That's what she said. <clears throat> that's what she said. No time. But she did. No time. Oscar, would you reach over and touch his thing? That's what he said. Right, guys, because of gay? That's what, <laughs> that's what she said. 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 Today in the Dr. Phil house. She watched you all her freaking life. The intervention to save this teen I intensifies. F- she sees you naked with men and that's normal? You don't bring men to your home? Absolutely not. Plus, I fear that she's going to have a disease. What will this teen's STD test reveal? If you're HIV positive, what can you tell us about the results? An all-new Dr. Bill House starts right now. Hi, welcome to safecouples.com, have a seat. We're here to help you get tested for HIV. We're also gonna test you for